Welcome back, everybody, everybody, it's the Align Podcast. Episode five. Five. We missed you guys last week. Uh, it was Memorial Day. It was Memorial Day, and we are staunch holiday celebrators. We one love, of us, we one love. of us is the, uh, the real reminder of the holidays. I love holidays. I love them all. Welcome to the new moon. Welcome to the new moon. Now that it, now that the moon is in Gemini, that's we feel a spark to speak our truth, right? We're gonna Ooh, be. I love that, Helen. Yeah. Did you just think of that? I did. Beautiful. I really, really, definitely did not plagiarize <laughs> that. Um, yeah. So speak your truth. You're you're gonna feel compelled to be more, perhaps honest, unfiltered. This is also time to recognize where dualities exist and to really take the time to know where to plant those seeds which road to take maybe to just exist within that duality i love duality i do (laughs) i i recently started uh drunkenly telling people that i think that everybody should have an alter ego and this is perhaps because it's gemini season or because you're drunk (laughs) Okay, let's not dwell on that. Your alter ego. <laughs> going As an around, alcoholic. Going around asking everyone who their alter ego is. <laughs> <laughs> Invite me over, guys. <laughs> I'm totally fun. Uh, okay, so maybe it's because I'm drunk, but I also think that it's because, one, it's Gemini season, so that is an important thing to celebrate. And two, personally, I think it's important to have duality because there's certain things that in our regular life we're not going to be able to accomplish but with an alter ego we would be able to achieve that you know like let's say you come from like a super conservative family but your artist self wants you to you know dress like a freak a deke but you can't do that but you're afraid to do that as Helen because Mm. you come from a conservative family totally but joy your alter ego my alter ego's name is joy <laughs> <laughs> well this is this is you yo that bitch is in the retirement <laughs> playing bingo right edna <laughs> your alter ego <laughs> who happens to be best friends with your alter ego <laughs> ethel yeah <laughs> yeah why not why not uh and i guess maybe for for those of you out there listeners who don't think i'm drunk and agree with me or maybe see see my drunk see the truth in the drunk i encourage you on this new moon to discover those types of things in gemini season to to flourish in developing a second self develop your second self embrace the duality embrace it plant seeds That's in that I'm duality saying, Helen. too Helen, I'm, all i'm saying i'm not saying dr jekyll and mr hyde i'm not saying like i think everyone should lie and be deceitful and explore their dark half. <laughs> that's just that's just an interpretation. Yeah, that's one person's alter ego. Doctor Jekyll's. Yeah, <laughs> the grossest one. I mean, I think that this is this is a Superman. Good Superman. Yes. <laughs> what about him? <laughs> Clark Kent. Uh huh. Total. He couldn't do the Superman things if he wasn't Clark. Clark Kent couldn't do Superman stuff. He needed to Superman himself in order to be a superhero. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. I want to Superman myself. That's a hot verb. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not talking Soldier Boy. 
<laughs> I'm, Where is Soldier Boy? I think he's doing fine. Okay. I think he's a Scorpio. Really? Yeah. We'll need to fact check that later on, but I think he is. If so he, if that's true, he's not doing fine. Why? It's just because he's a Scorpio. <laughs> well, we've we've also been talking about... Okay. Helen, are you ready to find out what sign Soldier Boy is? Oh my God, he's a Gemini, isn't he? No, he's a Leo. Oh fuck. He's a he's a July Leo. Okay. July twenty eighth. All right. Well, there you go. <laughs> Helen, you <laughs> haven't. You're very curmudgeon-y. <laughs> well, you're not talking to Helen. You're talking to Joy. <laughs> Joy the curmudgeon. <laughs> Joy yeah, careful, the curmudgeon. careful what you wish for. <laughs> <laughs> Helen, I really would like for you to. <laughs> to to develop this alter ego <laughs> I'm so ready to plant the joy seeds This new moon <laughs> I don't know where joy came from Honestly I was at first what came to mind Was uh, was none other than Tilly No way <laughs> You looked at me and said that's Tilly <laughs> For those of you who don't know Let us regale you with the story of Tilly Tilly Was the <laughs> Catalyst for one of the most exciting news stories of 2015, a prison break in New York. Tilly was the worker at the jail. The seamstress. The seamstress professor. Okay. She was a teacher. Yeah, but she was a, she, I think she was like a seamstress. Right. She definitely wasn't a professor. Like she did not have a PhD. But she started. I like the had, embellishments though. Yeah. So <laughs> Professor Tilly was taught, was teaching uh, sewing at the prison and befriended more than befriended more than befriended I mean she like she got, got it down on. she got down with two um two prison mates Richard Matt and David Sweat Richard Matt uh looks like a young Benicio del Toro is an a, was a cancer unbelievably charming individual uh and was known to have a gigantic dick. Gigantic dick. Huge charmer, though. Huge I mean, yeah, charmer. Yeah, and huge dick. Yeah. David Sweat, who is has a not a good name and was not a, not as good of a dick either. <laughs> and not as good of a dick. He has his dick has, has not been reported. Uh, but he and and Tilly developed a very close fucking relationship in a closet, and Tilly provided them with the tools to do like a Shawshank Redemption style break out of jail. And this went on for like three weeks that these guys were being chased. Uh, was it three weeks? I think it was like a week. No, it was like two weeks. It was two weeks. But she gave them the tools in through frozen hamburger meat, first of all. So Second hot. of all, the plan was the getaway plan was that she they would go and kill her husband. And then... And she escape was going to drive the her. getaway car. Escape with her. Right. To Mexico. And then she bailed. I think I just added that in. To Mexico. No, they were going to go out of the country, I think, for sure. So yeah. then they had to run. So she bailed. She pussied out. And uh, and now she's in jail. And Richard Matt is dead. And David Sweat is also in jail. Um, and the reason that Tilly came up is because her real name is Joyce Mitchell, which is how Joy became your <laughs> alter ego name. Okay, all right, all right. I I respect that. Now that I've heard the whole etymology of my alter ego's <laughs> name, yeah, if you if you Google like Joy baby name to look up the meaning of it, that story comes up. Really? Mm-hmm. Why were you looking up Joy baby name? So I can name your alter ego. Oh, nice, <laughs> nice, nice, nice. This nice. all just happened. 
Well, that was, I mean, that was such an exciting time. Nothing that exciting has happened this year, frankly. Well, David Sweat is a Gemini, actually. I remember that, too. A Gemini and a Cancer. And the, you know what? They really didn't get along at the end because Richard Matt was, quote unquote, slowing David down. It really breaks my heart. Horrible. Horrible. But you know what? I think that they had an okay time on the run. Well, when they murdered Richard Matt, when they shot him to the ground, <laughs> um, he it's they said that the the scent of grape gin was emanating from his lifeless body oh my god i mean i don't think that a detective was like <laughs> I do. what's that smell none other that, than grape gin Helen, yes they, no i think he was had a bottle on him no but they said that i i sw- well because he was drinking it, yeah, yeah but they said that he was not doing well that he was he injured was, he was drunk when they shot him and that he was, was injured. the thing he was injured and drunk well, it seems like he died. Oh, just heroic so he, death. he went out of this world just like he came in it with a bottle of grape gin. <laughs> and a giant dick. <laughs> <laughs> At least they didn't castrate him. I mean, why would, why would they do that? Because people are sick. Yeah, people are I mean, sick. The whole time that they had escaped, I can't believe the entire episode is messed <laughs> the, the whole time that they escaped, every news article was like Richard Matt. Big, giant yeah. dick question mark like it was like big dick killer yeah on the loose yeah but he has a big dick i mean yeah. that was like the first sentence of yeah. every every killer article on the it. big dick killer on the loose so yeah i mean like a sicko a sick cop we know that the cops are corrupt all over the country a sick cop could have been like hey i'm gonna have the last laugh you think right. you have a big dick i mean frankly if i was tilly's husband I would have done it. You would have cut off his dick? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So So, that was in 2015 before (laughs) Five Planets went retrograde. I mean, this year, guys, it's been six fucking months. What do we have to show for it? What do we have to show for it? It's true. David Bowie's dead. Prince Prince is is dead. dead. I mean, people... Nothing else has happened. It, only tragedy, actually. Donald and Trump is the nominee. It's I tragedy. Mean, this is a fucking nightmare. It's a nightmare year. And honestly, when uh, when Helen and I go through the pop cultural events to see what we can talk about astrologically, everything is too fucking depressing to talk about. Right. I mean, the most uplifting story was that a boy in Japan who was abandoned by his parents as a punishment was found alive. Even that's like the darkest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. and And this is also maybe a PSA for like, Okay, Mercury's not retrograde anymore. Cool. There are bigger issues, right? Like Saturn is still retrograde. Pluto is still retrograde. Yeah, dude. Mars is still retrograde. And all of those three planets are maybe the heaviest fucking planets. They're very heavy. And the way that they're working in conjunction is like disaster zone. So just to recap why it's such a fucking nightmare, (laughs) Saturn is the planet of like hard work that's fucked up and it's making everybody feel like they're completely inadequate uh mars is the planet of action and energy it's making everyone feel like lagging non-energetic your energy is off energy is off and then lastly pluto is the planet of transformation and change and power and that's retrograde making everybody direct their fucking energy and power in the wrong ways until this is until this is over it's just gonna be 2016 
No one said it was easy. Yeah, that's our duality. Nobody said it was easy. It's such a shame for us to part. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. Things what are looking was, what up. What's that song again? Coldplay. Oh my god. I love it. I love it so much. Yeah, it's it's your favorite. It's your you ringtone. Know, you know, I've <laughs> I've been listening weirdly oddly enough. I've been listening to a lot of uh Kings of Leon as That's of cute. late. Yeah. I'm a really relevant person. Mm-hmm. Joy. <laughs> <laughs> when you, you hear someone singing very loudly to Sex on Fire, just know that that's Joy <laughs> driving by See, you. But you, Helen, would feel ashamed. Joy yeah. feels Joy no feels shame. Joy feels no shame. Joy feels no, no shame. shame. Oh, boy. Oh yeah, boy, so oh boy. Helen and I are both still single. Um, <laughs> in case anybody was wondering... Yeah, I'm sure that question was at the top of everyone's mind as we were talking about big dick killers. <laughs> <laughs> if it wasn't obvious enough. <laughs> right, as, as it turned into like a weird sex hotline for this yeah. like <laughs> this fallen big dick hero <laughs> killer. He doesn't he didn't have a good profile. He didn't come to jail with a good track record. Well, he had a good physical profile. <laughs> he was very, right, he very handsome. Great in profile. Very handsome. <laughs> <laughs> he did. Helen and I have been sending each other um, <laughs> pictures of the Grim Reaper lately. Also, <laughs> it's an important thing. Well, little did you know, Grim Reaper is an, a poet. Yeah, there, if you Google image search Grim Reaper poem, a lot of good stuff comes up. Yeah, should we do that right now and read a poem? Go, I don't do- want any copyright infringement, but I do want. I think it's important to we've we have a history of reading poetry on our show. <laughs> poem by Grim Reaper. It's actually by, uh, well, we don't know. It's by the Grim Reaper. Let's begin, shall we? That's, I'm not saying let's begin, shall we? That's literally part of the poem. So I'm going to, let's begin, shall we? Now let's begin. Let's, <laughs> let's begin, shall we? He's lurking in the shadows, waiting for his next victim. Hands like ice and eyes like coal. He sits, he waits. His long, dark robe drags against the floor. His scythe gleams in the light. Frozen in terror, his victims stare. They (gasps) stare into soulless eyes. His heart has been hardened by lies and betrayal. The victims are slowly loosing their breath. They spelled it wrong on this. (laughs) (laughs) The victims are slowly losing their breath. One manages to speak his last word. <laughs> what is it? I just did the horrifying is, noise. Is, Who are you? Who are you? The creature responds with a raspy voice. <sighs> I am. I am. The Grim, the Grim Reaper. Reaper. So, that's there was our Grim Reaper poetry. It's okay. Gemini season. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now, sir, the next part of the show, we, <laughs> we will going to back to a very celebrated segment called "What the fuck is wrong with my ex," which is the collective ex of all of us, which is everyone. We, we've all dated that same guy, that same asshole. Yeah, we implore you to write in. We are taking submissions for this segment. So if you have a story about a current or past or future relationship that you would like some astrological guidance on, email us at hello at align.la. 
We'd love to hear your tales from the crypt. From the crypt. (laughs) Even if it's like, why did he ghost me? How can I get this girl to say yes when I ask her out? Mm -hmm. We will tell you, and it's anonymous, effective, 100% success rate. Yeah, that's true. Uh, We do do chart readings. You can actually sign up for them on our website. Um, We do them professionally. But we we really emphasize at Align uh, six aspects of the chart. And the one that we're going to be focusing on today and that we're going to be spending energy explaining is Venus. Venus, the planet of love, of luxury, of money. But basically what it means, what your natal chart reflects is where the planets were when you were born and how that affects your personality, different I guess like verticals in your personality, different dimensions. So the particular placement of Venus reflects your sort of like courtship style, how you are getting into relationships, but also how you are, how you act in relationships. And what you look for in a partner. Yes. So it also reflects, it's kind of your ideal relationship. So the ideal way that you court in a relationship and the ideal person that you would be attracting through your courtship, those kind of work in conjunction. Right. In for, the sign. for men, I guess heterosexual men, it's supposed to represent your ideal wife. Yeah. Because yeah. it's the feminine. It's the feminine in our chart. So now we're going to uh, we're gonna do it old fashioned style and we're gonna go through all twelve signs and we're gonna shit on all of them <laughs> uh, in this placement. So so it again it's important to remember that uh, we're not talking about the sun sign. We're talking about the Venus placement. And this can only be found through knowing somebody's uh, date of birth, location of birth, and really time. accurate for accuracy, time of birth. Time of birth, yeah. So you can find there are some free websites where you can plug in that information. Or if you have more questions about it, you can email us or sign up for a reading. We're happy to, happy to chat. So let's get started with Venus and Aries. Okay, so Venus and Aries. A Venus and Aries is going to be, uh, it's super aggressive. Right. If, if someone with a Venus and Aries placement wants you. You know it. You know it. They will stop no, at nothing. There's also like, it's 100% transparency. Yeah. They're just like, wait, wait, I want you now. I want you now. It's very much about the present. Mm-hmm. And in the relationship, it's about the present too. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, so Aries fuck Venus. Fuck your Aries Venus X. Well, what about Venus Taurus? Venus Taurus is pretty beautiful. That's a nice placement. I mean, there's gonna we hate it too because we hate all twelve signs. It's not like we're <laughs> preferencing one over the other, but uh, Venus Taurus is a natural fit. It's aligned. It's aligned. Yeah. Venus Taurus is definitely it's a it's it, there's a femininity to it. There's a decadence to it you know there's a definitely like a, I'm going to feed you red velvet cake in bed in our red velvet robes yeah exactly that you take care you know you're a you're a very caring and supportive person but you're also like possessive relationships become a possession exactly so you know fuck your Venus Taurus X fuck your Venus Taurus X go roll around in a fucking meadow because next up we're going to be talking about venus in gemini damn this for me is like this is a 
woo, okay, Venus and Gemini. That <laughs> is crazy trouble. On one side, like, these people love having fun. Like, they do look for a fun and engaging and intellectually stimulating partner. But to get these Venus Geminis to commit is, that's a fucking feat. That is a very, very difficult, it's difficult feat. It's difficult. And they need partners who can get it. Well, they also need partners with, like, millions of personalities. Right. And also so much patience for all of their personalities. So that's Gemini Venus. Fuck your Gemini Venus X. They're definitely an X because yeah, they're off <laughs> in some foreign land now. Yeah, they're gone now. All right. Here's this scary. <laughs> you ready? You ready? Ready? Cancer Venus. Is that shuddering? It's shuddering. Is that is that the Grim Reaper? <laughs> Should we get the can we get the Grim Reaper out Dude, here? The Grim get Reaper the Grim Reaper on can- Mike. Hook Grim- him up. Hook him up. <laughs> the Grim Reaper has has a cancer <laughs> Venus. So harsh. <laughs> I mean, this is an intense, intense placement. In in some respects, there's like a natural part of it because it's like Venus is a sign of relationships, and Cancer is a sign of like homemaking and like and of maternal. Um, motherhood nurturing so they're looking for somebody who they're going to build a little a little crab castle with but they're have a hard time communicating yeah cancer i would say if like it could have any motto is like i don't want to spell it out you should know right you should know they don't have time to go to the spelling bee no they're not they're not gemini no so definitely fuck your cancer Venus X because they've already thought about how to kill you. <laughs> but they're never going to act on it. No, they don't really they're not Scorpio. No. Uh, okay, so up next, Helen, here we go. Here we go. You ready for this, boo-boo? Yeah. Okay, gotta, so, gotta do it. so next we have the beautiful Venus Leo, which Helen, Joy, maybe Joy doesn't <laughs> no, have I don't this. think Joy has Helen, this. Helen does, and we talk about this quite a bit. This is my first Venus Leo love. So when I was in kindergarten um, in the very urban landscape of Los Angeles, one of the things that they wanted to teach you was like, how does a farm work? So that we went on a field trip. Who did this? I have no idea. I, this is very 90s, I think. It is. I yeah. don't think that they're going on these field trips anymore. <laughs> and also, I don't think these farms exist anymore. Because? No. <laughs> <laughs> so... On this field trip, which was like a family run farm. There were so many kids there. You could just like go and like see all the animals. In hindsight, it might have just been a zoo, but it felt like it was a farm. And they let us like play with the animals. And I was holding on to this like newborn chick, a little baby chick. And I loved this chick so much. And I just like squeezed it. I squeezed (laughs) it so tight because I I loved it. I didn't want to let it go. I had such a hard time letting it go. And then it literally almost died. They had to pry it from my hands. From your cold dead hand. <laughs> cold dead hand. <laughs> so, I mean, look, I've been working on this a lot in therapy. <laughs> so please don't judge me for my five-year-old actions. But that's kind of a metaphor for what it's like to be a Leo Venus. It really is. We just hold on so tight because we love so hard. We're it's, just lovers. Yeah, love so hard, and there's but we're definitely also obsessed. Yeah, and there definitely is a lot of ego in this as well, oh, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, we freak out when people aren't obsessed with us. Yeah, and that's and we don't understand it because we're like, I'm obsessed with you. Look at all the things that I'm doing for you. 
Right. How about your obsession for me? Right. Why is that not returned? Literally. It's an, it's an intense one. It's so sweet. I mean, like, it's... It, it means well. It means so it well. It means really well. Venus in Virgo is... Uh, well, Virgo is associated with perfection and perfectionism. Critical. Highly and critical. Criti- and, it, and virginity. I mean, virgin is the virgin. So there's this sort of, like... <laughs> virgin is a virgin. Did I say virgin that? Is virgin. <laughs> virgin is a virgin. Virgin is a virgin. Grease is the word. <laughs> there's a. There's definitely going to be a a sort of like. What is it like Madonna whore complex going mm, on here? You know, I like it. Yeah, like the the ideal partner is also going to be the chaste partner. Virgo is also pedestal builders. Mm-hmm. So, so definitely fuck your uh, your Venus Virgo ex. <laughs> Next up, Venus Libra. This one's for you. Hey, you're very you are a perfectionist when it comes to aesthetic things. That's true. That's true. It does take you a very long time to get ready. Mm-hmm. Like an exceptionally amount, long amount of time. I think that uh, Venus Libra is is also it's ruled by Venus, so that's a good natural placement for it. Uh, but unlike Taurus, which is much more like earthly and based on like the physicality of things, this is much more cerebral and based in sort of uh, in like the theory of aesthetics. Like, do these two people theoretically look good together? Mm, you know, yeah. There's a sensuality into Taurus Venus, whereas there's an intellectuality mm-hmm. to Libra Venus. I think that the so that we can really. F- Fuck your Libra Venus X. I think that a big downside is that they're like, I mean, they're they're more concerned, I would say, about looking good than actually being good. You know, they're more concerned about like looking the part than like if it's actually the right relationship to be mm. in. Um, and that is, you know, there's a superficiality to that, I think. Yeah. So I do think that of all the Venus placements, this is probably the most superficial one. Yeah, I would agree. So... Fuck your superficial Libra Venus X. Ta-da. There you go. Now we go on to the very... Seductive. Seductive and intense Scorpio Venus. Scorpio Venus. People with Scorpio Venus, even in relationships, there's like so much to figure out about them. You are learning and in a relationship, their ideal is like to constantly be like transforming with their partner and transforming each other and like learning and like un peeling away at the layers of like what we do and don't know of each other there's so much like non-verbal communication with these there's almost like there's it's an intuitive Mm -hmm. placement and they're also looking for a mysterious partner they're looking for a partner who does not lay it all out on the table so oops fuck 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 your venus scorpio x next up we have venus sagittarius this person wants a partner who's not necessarily deeply rooted in a physical place. You know, they want a co a co-pilot. They want a co-pilot. They want a co-pilot and they want someone who they can like discover new cultures with and like discover new places and learn about the world and become wise together, teach each other. This person wants a partner who's going to teach them. Yeah, this person wants a teacher partner. This person wants to fuck their teacher. This person fucked their high school teacher. Somebody report this. (laughs) (laughs) But they're also not necessarily the most committal. They need 
They're, this is a very independent sign, and Sag likes a lot of alone time. Mm-hmm. So, so Sag Venus, fuck them. Next, we have Capricorn Venus. Capricorn what do Venus, we think about this? They want tradition. Mm-hmm. They want. They have traditional values. They're like, I will take you on a date to the opera. Mm-hmm. I will take you to a dinner with cloth napkins. I will take you. Your standards, Helen. (laughs) So real. I also think that a Capricorn Venus is going to, it's not going to bullshit at all. They are not going to waste their time with somebody who doesn't make sense. In that capacity, it's not a very like romantic placement. It's a very like, well, I guess it's time for us to be together then. Uh, Next up, we actually have a big problem, which is Aquarius Venus. They are such free fucking spirits. They hate being told what to do. I mean, they need freedom. So, fuck your Aquarius X. <laughs> and last but definitely not least. We have the exalted sign of Venus, Pisces. There's a loving so deeply, but instead of like crushing the little cute chick, it's going to like... It's going to run away. It's going to run away from it. It's going to swim away. When Pisces gets scared, it runs. Yeah, it swims. But that's also like, there's also a martyr complex with Pisces. They give so much without necessarily like voicing what they want. And then when, you know, when they're not happy or when they feel overshadowed, they fucking swim away. Swim, swim, swim all the way to Coachella. (laughs) (laughs) Which is going on this weekend. Of course. Apparently. Of course. Um, it is a problem that, you know, when they love so much, they'll they'll leave. I mean, that is really contradictory. Fuck your Pisces X. That's the fucking Zodiac. In our Gemini duality uh, season that we are in right now, it is important to remember that there cannot be light without darkness. And there cannot be darkness without light. And we love you all. We love you all. And we'll see you at episode six at the summer solstice. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.